Welcome back, everybody. This is Undone Episode 30. This week, we are going to be talking about sex and marriage. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny because, I mean, we've all heard, like, the jokes, how do you get a woman to stop putting out you put a ring on it Mm -hmm. (laughs) right right (laughs) so what does that look like how many times are we supposed Mm to hop in the sack with our husband do we have to say yes every time what does that look like what is a healthy relationship like that look like so those are the things that we're going to kind of be diving into and again if you have any questions that we don't hit during this podcast please contact us we would love to dive deeper in a next episode if you guys want it because again this is a hot topic right literally (laughs) you're on a roll you're on a roll i got mine well to be honest it's an enjoyable topic because i love that god gave us this gift right it is a a powerful gift sex is this is a powerful glue for your marriage and if Mm -hmm. you don't give the time and the energy to it then it can definitely be an unraveling of many parts of your relationship. With that said, it's not everything, but it can't be nothing. Right. It, it, so it definitely has to be an important part. But again, like what I talked about last time, it can't be the God of your marriage where it's this above everything. And it can't be number 25 on the list where it's really not important. It has to be something bigger than that. And so that's what I really want to talk about is that, you know, God designed sex and marriage for intimacy Mm -hmm. and intimacy means not that it can only be about procreation and not that it's all about satisfaction right it has to be both of those right and it has to be neither of those right it could be about having fun it could be about getting to know each other it Mm -hmm. could be about serving one another what if it's when you're bored it, it could be when you're bored. You know what I mean? And it, it's there's it's so there's so many adjectives to describe it. Right. It should be all of those things. Right. And sometimes it could be none of those things. You know, every time you get into bed is not gonna be a Hollywood moment. Right. And every time you're not going, you know, sometimes you could start off going, Dear God. I just can't even. And then you Let's know, wrap this up. <laughs> right. You got two minutes. And, or, or I like to remind myself, my husband, this is an act of service. You hear me? So um, what hysterical. I want to start off with bottom line is that we are not going to compare. Mm-hmm. The devil wants us to compare our sex lives. Mm-hmm. We cannot compare because we're not all married in into the same people. We all don't have the same medical problems. We all don't have the same seasons. Right. We all don't have the same uh, age of children. We, we we all don't have the same baggage. We all don't have the same baggage. There's so much that goes on to the yeah. into this. So we're not going to compare. We're not going to say, well, you should be doing it three to five times a week, or else you you. We're going to give you generalizations and we're going to give you some realizations of what God designed it. And some kind of tips to... Stop (laughs) it. You stop it. About how to (laughs) reframe some of the things that culture or even church or Christians have put upon us that we just need to shake off. That it cannot be part of who we are. Because our bottom line is God created sex. 
Sex is supposed to be for intimacy inside the marriage. And sex is good. And if it's not good, it could be something that is worked on. Right. And a lot of it has to do before you get into the bed. Right. Yes. So I found this verse. Right. 1 Corinthians 7, 3 through 5. Now... I just want to warn you, when I read the first couple of verses, you're going to be like, excuse me, (laughs) Felicia, but give it a chance, okay? And this is from the English Standard Version. Again, 1 Corinthians Mm -hmm. 7, 3 through 5. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights, and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. This is where we're going to get into the, but wait, but wait, there's more. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a limited time. Limited time. Limited time. I think it is great. Mm -hmm. To devote yourself to prayer, but then come together again so that satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control i think there's a lot there to unpack first of all i remember when i got married to my husband we had been dating for four years Mm -hmm. and i it was bizarre because i was the girl that was always like oh it's just a piece of paper i do want to get married but you know Mm -hmm. it's just a piece of paper so what's really the difference if you know we get married or if we just live together first and my husband and i did live together first all transparency because we were buying a house and we were moving and the timing just worked out with my daughter's school Mm -hmm. and everything like that so we lived together for a couple months we got married and lo and behold if I didn't feel different about him afterwards. Mm -hmm. It was this sense of, and I never would have, if you would have asked me, I'd be like, no, I love him like my husband now. Mm -hmm. No, there's something that happened that was just like, man, he's mine. Right. How cool is this? That he is mine. He belongs to me and I belong to him. And now we're like fighting for each other. We are this united person. Right. Basically. And I thought that was so incredible. And then... It goes on to say that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Now, some people may be like, <laughs> so for a limited time, right? right? So we're only, if we if we need to separate, it's only for a limited time so that we can devote ourselves to prayer. Now, does that mean the only time you don't have to have sex is when you're praying? No, right. I don't think that. Right. I think what it means is if we're going through struggle, mm-hmm. we need to be praying through that. Mm-hmm. We need to be praying for whatever it is that is causing this disharmony right. to go on. Right? Because we all know that if we don't want to have sex, right. there's something happening. Right. Whether that's medical issue. Right. Whether that's an emotional issue. Whether right. that is a life issue. You have so much stress right. going on. Whether it's a bitterness, unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Selfishness, hurt, mm-hmm. anger, past abuse. There's so much when you right. say no. It, or it could be, well, you just don't like it because you, you haven't figured that part out yet. Right. So all of those are, okay, fair enough. Right. But you can't stay that way. Exactly. And I think that's what they're talking about when they're saying right. devote yourself to prayer. Is like, we really need to pray through this to right. get through this. So then it says, then come together again. And this, I think, is really important so that satan may not tempt you because of your lack of self-control right here it tells us we have lack of self-control right i mean god knows that (laughs) right right? eve couldn't control herself not to eat the forbidden fruit right like we we can have a lack of self-control so 
we need to make sure that we're coming together again so that we don't feel tempted to look outside, to go outside. Right. And it, he really talks about, God talks about that in, in marriage that it's a mutual submission. Mm-hmm. And people don't really like that word submission. And what he's talking about that guys can't make sex something we, they demand. And we can't, we can't make it something that we get to give and give and take away, give and take away. It has to be something that we offer one another. And there's two parts. You talk about that a man, they need to do a better job of pursuing the wife outside the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And women need to do a better job of pursuing the man inside the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So it's not one or the other, it's both. And so it really talks about, for women, one of the greatest enemies of the bedroom is exhaustion, weariness, and awkwardness. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, amen, girl. <laughs> so, you know, let's go ahead and we'll, we'll unpack that a little bit. That having young children, yeah. having babies, having, you know, busy schedules, it's really hard. The You know, when the house is a mess and the kitchen's a mess and you have no groceries and the laundry's piled up and you've worked 12 hours and, the you know, the kids are vomiting and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, honey. <laughs> and you're going, I can't even. Don't even look at me. <laughs> you know? And in fact, it's easy to get mad at them. Yeah. Going, but can't you see? Can't you see that I'm just holding on by a thread? How am I supposed to... Flip this switch and turn off all of this. Right. And I am letting you know this was a struggle for a couple of years inside our marriage because we had three kids under four. Mm -hmm. And I was either birthing, (laughs) breastfeeding. Or baking. Or (laughs) baking a kid. Okay, yeah. I was like, um... No, no, you don't actually bake. No, I don't bake. Baking a bun in the oven. Right, yeah. And so, you know, I think I wore those maternity bras with the flats that are completely unattractive. I mean, I think I wore one for three years to bed because I was, there was always a kid latched to some part of my body. So, you know, sometimes I was downright hostile right. to the fact where I thought... Please, please don't ask this of me tonight <laughs> because in two hours I have to feed your, your children yeah. and I, I, I just can't. And so I remember at times going to bed praying, God, please make my husband so tired that he won't put his hand across the bed. The signal. The signal because I love Brian so much right. and I want to please him, but I had nothing left in my tank. Yeah. And it boiled down to this. I had to have a conversation with him and say, honey, I'm letting you know, I'm I'm not zero, I'm negative zero. <laughs> and in order, for, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to be resentful when the hand comes across <laughs> the, the bed. And in fact, I'm just like, Oh, no! No! And he was all, well, I don't want you to feel that way. You know, what What can we do to get past this? And I said, well, one, we have to acknowledge that it's a season. Because every time I said no to him, it was rejection. Right. And ladies, hear this. Every time you say no, you have the power and the ability to tear down your man and make him feel rejected yeah and worthless and you think well that's not my problem well that's what the bible's telling you yes it is Mm -hmm. so after that conversation that was a little bit awkward 
Yeah. He said, what can I do? I went, you know that book, Sex Begins in the Kitchen? He said, no, I don't read. <laughs> At that time, he's like, no, I don't read that. I went, it does. Not that I need, it doesn't actually, I don't want to. And he's like, you want to do it in the kitchen? <laughs> oh, gosh. Focus. Focus, no, Brian. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it in the kitchen. But in order for me to be ready by the time I get there, there was a few things that haven't happened. I need more help with the house. There's nothing, you know, you've heard it a million times. It's called chore play. Right. Instead of foreplay. Like, I don't really need a lot of that before I get, you know, if you're helping doing the dishes and you're helping a little bit with the laundry and you're helping with the everyday stuff with the kids, it's going to take something off my plate. Mm -hmm. And you can't go, hey, I did the dishes, therefore, you know, I'm getting lucky yeah. tonight. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's part of who you, you, we are as a couple. I'm letting you know that my husband has literally done that since the beginning of our marriage. Just really being a servant and really being a part of, not a servant as, go do this, but more of, you know what? Servant I need, heart. Yeah, a servant heart. And then when I see that, and this was a prayer, Lord, help me to see him the way you see him. Mm. I've got three kids. I've got poop everywhere. I've got <laughs> pee and breast milk everywhere. Yeah. I am just hanging on. And I had to actively pray when he came home from work, Lord, help me to see him the way you see him. And God would, and it took a lot of practice in doing this. Mm -hmm. And over months of, there were times where he's like, I could literally see, look at what your husband is doing. You know, and then part of me, the part of me was like, well, you're going to give him a gold star for doing the dishes? That's, you know, I would, that's the worldly part of me. Right. But, and so then, it didn't mean the minute we jumped into bed, I was like, okay, mama's ready. Yeah. It was, he paid special attention to, um, active touch you know just massaging or helping me with my neck or massaging my side sometimes without getting anything in return right sometimes he would please me without getting anything in return mm -hmm. so that by later on that week it was he had I know this sounds weird but had prepared me to mm -hmm. be ready for that now right. is that fair to him no but my husband always tells guys you need to be a student of your wife you need mm. to learn your wife's cues. You need to learn her body. You know, I'm going to go ahead and challenge some guys out there, and if you need to play this back to them, you know, most of you are not a master in the bedroom, <laughs> and you need to get a little help, not right. from pornography, but start having honest and real conversations yes. with your wife. Some of these stuff we didn't talk about for years, and then we kicked ourselves. Like, why didn't we talk about this stuff? Right. So anyway, that's kind of how we started it, is that it was more of an awkward, horribly awkward conversation, yeah. and we had to see each other where, where we were at, and then knowing that that was a season. And once we got through that season, we stayed connected. Even on the days that I de definitely didn't feel like it, mm -hmm. as a as a act of worship and offering, it wasn't like I was like a, a sacrifice. Like, hey, right. this is my sacrifice to you. It was, you know what? I can do this to please him because I love him and he loves me. Right. And so the cool thing, what I want to give you hope is we talked about it last time is God is a God of redeeming. Mm -hmm. And once you get through those seasons, then he will, he is meant for sex to be enjoyable. That's why I have loved my thirties. <laughs> After that whole, you know, the yeah. kids got a little bit older. Yeah. I was all, oh my gosh, I never knew it could be so good. Right. And it took 
time and it took commitment and it took sacrifice. It took awkwardness to where I was like, I can't believe how wonderful it is. I love you that you talk about having a conversation. Right. And it being awkward, right? (laughs) Because I mean, let me tell you, I'll give you a little funny Mm -hmm. little story Mm -hmm. about my mom's sex talk to me. So this, we didn't talk about sex. I am a Hispanic and Catholic and we did not ever talk about sex. We didn't even say the word, you know? We just pretend that babies are born immaculate (laughs) conception. Mm -hmm. And so my sex talk was, my mom called me into her office and says, oh, your boyfriend seems nice. I'm like, yeah. And then she says, oh, I hope you guys aren't having sex. I don't want any little grandbabies. And I'm like, no. And then I walk out of the office and I turn around and tell her that I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. So that was my sex talk. It was super awkward, you guys, and right. awful. So to say that talking about sex, most of us do not grow up, I think, right. in a place where it's normal and okay and comfortable to talk about it, right? So when we're talking to our spouse about that, it can be super right. awkward. But I think it's also necessary. I think so many problems in general, not just sex, but everything could be right. solved if we just openly and honestly communicated with each other. Right. And it could literally be like, I don't like that. Right. <laughs> or how about a little to the left? Yeah. You know what I mean? It literally has to be yes. that kind of discussion. And sometimes this takes years right. this is again so you change your body changes right yeah and so i'm self-editing <laughs> right because brian can literally say you can change from one week to that the next so right. like this could be okay this week and next week you're all yeah that's not working for me right and it has to be a conversation um and having fun i think that's one of the greatest reasons to be friends in marriage is you have to be able to laugh through some of the things that do not work or (laughs) yeah or the sounds that maybe some (laughs) so let's talk about some of the things that don't work well yeah yeah. i also want to hit on for those that are newly married because we're talking about stuff that they're like wait a minute i i can't like i don't i don't even know how to do that because we expect people who mind you Mm -hmm. haven't talked about sex ever in their life because they were raised that it's dirty Mm -hmm. right and inappropriate and then you only save it for your husband but which is great right but at the same time it's not dirty and ugly Mm -hmm. it needs to be cultivated in a different way this is super special that's why you save it it's not dirty that's why you save it it's special that's why you save it it's a gift that you save it yes right but once you get married you're not a rock star right (laughs) and let me tell you ladies both kimberly both kimberly and i like we have stated we're not virgins when we got married however I want to tell you, the first time I slept with my husband, Mm -hmm. and Kimberly shared this with me before too, I was so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you've done it before or not. It is uncomfortable. And I tell the story about how it took me probably four years after Mark and I got married to stand in front of him naked with the lights on. Now mind you, at the time I was 92 pounds and a tiny little thing. Right. And I still wouldn't do it. 
It has right. nothing to do with the way you look, but everything to do with the way you feel. Right. And that's why we talk about that. A lot of it we have to do, and Kevin Lehman talks about it in the book, it's called Turning Off the Turnoffs. Mm. And it starts in our mind. One of the most sexy, attractive things is not the body of a model, mm-hmm. but the confidence of, you know what? No matter, I'm telling you, most guys... Most guys do not care about that extra little jiggle or that extra little indentions or, you know, the little pouch or that. They're seeing, okay, I've got somebody naked that has boobs and they don't look like me and I'm about (laughs) ready to get lucky. And so it's learning how to be confident even when you're inside going, I don't don't feel pretty Mm -hmm. and I don't know what I'm doing. And it's learning those kind of things. It's literally capturing your thoughts that... I was designed to do this and this can be fun and God God would not create it to not be fun. He wants us to learn each other. And so when you're walking in there, and again, you don't have to walk in there acting like you're, you know, something you're not, but just having a confidence that, you know what, I'm not going to worry about the jiggle. I'm not going to worry about the pouch. I'm going to worry about engaging my heart, mind, and soul into this. Mm -hmm. So for the intimacy and for the pleasure of that. I love that you say that because I was reading a book by Brene Brown and I can't remember what book it is. Sorry, you guys, because I've read all her stuff. But I'm sure it won't be hard to find. She talks about she was having a group where they just talk about different things. And one woman said, how am I supposed to enjoy sex when all you're seeing is my back fat? Mm -hmm. And this guy who had been silent this whole time slams his hand on the Mm -hmm. table and says, we don't care about that. They don't care about that. And Mm -hmm. only we do. So one of the things that I told one of the young ladies that was getting married Mm -hmm. that had saved herself and everything, and and I said, you know what? I had a really hard time being Mm -hmm. naked in front of my husband. It's very vulnerable. It is. So I said, my recommendation to Mm -hmm. you is once you're married, you take off your dress and you're like, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) This is all you. This is all for you. You know my favorite song? (laughs) This is me. This is me. Yeah. Right. Starts playing that background. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm telling you, you guys, it Mm -hmm. is so freeing when you know that and your husband will will show you that it's not about that. It's not about the things that we compare ourselves to to other women. Right. And if you haven't listened to the beautiful podcast that Mm -hmm. we did like a while ago, one of our first ones, really listen to that because it is so important to mm-hmm. wrap our minds around the fact that it's not about exactly what we look like and what would we want our daughters to think about right. themselves on that right. day, you know, or, or in any, in mm-hmm. life in general. Do we want them to walk through the beautiful door or through the average door? Right. And I'm pretty sure that every one of us would want our daughters mm-hmm. to walk through the beautiful door and it doesn't matter what she right. looks like on the outside because they are beautiful creatures of God. Right. Don't let your thoughts, your turnoffs, the enemy steal the intimacy and the pleasure that God has intended to be in your marriage mm-hmm. through sex. That if you have the hangups about your body or you have the hangups about certain sounds or sights 
or smells or you know I remember one girl saying well I can only have sex in the shower because I can't have anything I can't touch anything mm. else there's like some not s- clean yeah not yeah. clean or I can only have it if there's a towel underneath me or mm-hmm. so some of those OCD things that we're dealing with we need to ask God to ca- help capture our thoughts mm-hmm. and to get over some of those things yeah. because sex is a part all that's part of all of it that it is fun and awkward and weird and there's some I mean you've got to be able to laugh when certain sounds and you're like oh my gosh (laughs) what just happened there you know uh it has to be something that if you think about it can bring mortification but in the confines of an intimacy because then when you when you meet on that place of pleasure that is deeper than just satisfaction which is a huge part of it. But it's when you meet and you just know that you are connected in such an intimate way mm-hmm. and you are and you just feel, it is good. Mm-hmm. It is good. And ladies, I want to encourage you that if it's not, if you roll over and you're going, that was not good, you need to start one, pray. Two, changing your thoughts, turning off your hangups and your turnoffs. And then starting to have a conversation no matter how awkward with your husband. Because God did not intend it to not be good. He intended Mm -hmm. us to work on it. Become students to each other. Try different things. You know, and then, so that goes into the whole other part. We might not have time for it is, you know, what is okay and what is not okay. Maybe we need to do that at another time. Because we're at like almost a half an hour. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She's saying wrap this up. Get it right. <laughs> People help me. It's getting <laughs> put a bow on it. Or... <laughs> All right, you guys. Yeah, so we will be doing that at a later date, I'm sure. Right. I think that's mm-hmm. really important to talk mm-hmm. about. And let us know if that's something that you guys want to hear. We are also going to be going on a little trip to the Activate event. Woo! So we are hoping to get some guests speakers there and that will be a lot of fun so we're going to continue with this relationship series and know that if you hear a couple of sprinkles uh, of interviews of some of the wonderful ladies we have in our community that we will come back to the relationship series and that you can just ask us questions we would love to hear feedback from you and if it's something that you're a little bit embarrassed to post don't do that but you can message us Mm -hmm. and we will keep those messages private so again we just encourage you to really take charge take charge take Mm -hmm. ownership pray Mm -hmm. and know that god meant this for good right he meant it for good it's a gift it's a gift in our marriage so with that you guys much love live bold live blessed Thank you.